It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. This is a bot. It would this is not a biopic. Be- <laughs> you know what? I got to tell you, I always think it should be biopic instead of biopic, but that's neither here nor there. It, I always mess up. So let's try this again. We're a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. That's a mouthful. And I am VA and I am here with Tim. Hello. Hello. Nick. Hello. Hello. As well. And the long awaited return of Jeff. Prodigal son returns. Yes. I was going to say that, but then I thought, well, you know, I didn't want to say that. I didn't know if it, it, that would come off quite the same way. Yes. So Jeff is back. What's been going on with you, Jeff? Um, I moved into a new house and we uh, didn't have internet for a while. That's why I've been gone as part of it. But uh, this is a, uh, this is exciting. We just finished building this house. They delivered it somehow only nine days out, late relative to the contract, which was cool. <laughs> Pretty good. He lives in the middle of nowhere. We do. And he likes that. Very much so. I don't get it. It's it's foreign, this this uh this idea foreign to me. But anyway, we're glad that you're back, Jeff. You're doing all the adulting all at once. It's amazing. Amazing. We're very yeah, proud. Of I, you. I just like, like, yeah, I just like speed ran a normal person's thirties uh, in the, in, in the last six months of being 37. <laughs> <laughs> well, got to get it in before 40, right? <laughs> we were saying nice things about you, Jeff, for the most part, it was Nick who said some nasty things, but no, he did not. <laughs> I did. No. For a second, I was like, oh, yeah, I did. Like, wait, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't do that at all. <laughs> so, but um, we did have Mandy on last week, and she's like, oh, yeah, he's got some real Green Acres thing going on right now. <laughs> because I think that's the joke that Mandy and I have that you don't like, Jeff. So it's okay. We won't continue on with that path because you have internet now and you didn't have to climb a telephone pole to get it. I did not. Although you are kind of the size of a telephone pole. So how much climbing do you have to do? You'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're glad to have you back, Jeff, uh, because we've been having a serious case of the dumbs. Uh, No, not really. You know, it's been a, you know, on my end, I have to apologize to the listeners because I've gotten really complacent in the last few weeks. Like, I'm just like flying by the seat of my pants, not taking notes, barely knowing what game I'm talking about. Because <laughs> sometimes they seem all the same. It, it can be really easy when, when the team is winning and doing so well. I am proud to say that last night I spent two and a half hours, two and a half hours writing out notes. Oh, yes, I am old school. I have a notebook. I have notes to that crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. They are two colors. See, I give descriptions of the goals. Look at that. I, I watch notes. I watch <laughs> the goals and then I describe them in my own words because I, I didn't want to listen to the, the volume. Look at that. Look at all what of that. What two colors did you use? Oh, I used um, this 
sparkly light blue well it's actually a medium blue um gel pen by pilot and then the other one is black that's why it looks all the same okay gotcha colorblind I, <laughs> I cannot appreciate the hues i'm sorry uh, and I am the opposite of you, um, Tim, in that I'm a tetrachromat, so I can see so many colors. <laughs> so you put us together and we have one normal color seeing person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to make sure that you knew exactly what pen it was, though. Look how pretty it is. It's a. It's like a fancy little gel pen. I like writing in it, yeah. but I, I love the stencils on it. I know. Aren't they really cute? Yeah. Pilot makes this. It's a Pilot G2. Oh, it's a seven millimeter. That, that's why it's like so weird because I'm used to, I, I like the like 0.5 or uh, Ooh, you, fine it, point. I love a fine point. You know why? Because my handwriting is so, well, it's very exact i don't know if you can see my handwriting oh i do yeah i see that it's like pretty chicken scratch you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i got the idea to do different colors after the first couple of games here so but now i like this this is this was really good i spent a lot of time taking notes i can talk about the the goals because i rewatched them i i i can tell you kind of what what went wrong on some of them and whatever but anyway, yeah, so I I did not, uh, I, I, I modified everything. I, I'm not fighting behind the seat of my pants. I, I am very responsible. I am, I am adult. Yes. Okay. I, I know I have a podcast and I know how to do it. Why don't we talk about the soft predictions from last week, of which only Tim and I were yeah. the, the people um hey tim yeah we were wrong <laughs> yeah yeah i did although i'm taking the minor victory i did say they would fall to tampa you did so you did i did say that was gonna happen so i just said that they were gonna win everything else i i thought they were just going to lose in overtime to the canes i didn't think regulation wins were our regulation losses were things this week. So, um, yeah. So Mandy also did the same thing. So we were three, zero and one very wrong. Tim, you were three and one and you were wrong, but you got the, the, the correct game that, uh, one of the correct games that they lost. Yeah. So for the record, what was their, uh, record last week? Um, was it one, two and one? It was one, two and one. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. So, you know what? I have to say that, Jeff warned us way back, way back, way back, way back. I don't know. It must have been November, early December or something like that. He warned us that this day would come. He said the Bruins are going to lose multiple games and we're going to have to learn how to deal with that. It's true. I didn't go back and listen because I could tell you the exact episode, but I remember he said this to us and I think I was just like, Oh, yes. Yes, that will happen. And in my brain, I'm like, that's never happening. 
I mean, which is interesting because like November's early enough where like most people should still be skeptical. Like it wasn't really until December where it's like, okay, this is holy shit, right? After everyone was back. But uh, yeah, you know, in the last couple games that was going to happen. None of them were against bad teams. I mean, cats have been on because fancy cats have been on a bit of a roll lately, right? So yeah, especially at home. And they were they and, were just and Tampa's actually all three teams are absolutely on a roll right now, right? So someone's roll was gonna break either ours or theirs. Right. It just all three went broke the wrong way at the wrong in unison. Right. 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 So I'm really glad that their losses were not to teams that are obviously worse than them. Like say the Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> or the sharks those teams uh because that's that's really bad because the bruins in the past have played down to their opponents and we don't want to see that happen uh it's much there's better no they- sense in leaving those there's no sense in leaving those points on the table <laughs> no no so yeah so basically i think it's our job right now to just tell people it's okay this losing streak is is happened it's happened right now we will it was inevitable yeah it, yep. yeah um it's got a point they still got a point out of one of the games like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yet yeah, that was of course the ugliest finish but anyway <laughs> and there was not a ton of things that i'm worried about the only real thing that i can honestly say is like transition defense they do give up too many on man rushes that's the only thing that I can really point to that I'm like, that I'm alarmed about. Well, really. yeah. And, you know, I'm getting um, Montgomery's um, deal is that he kind of wants everybody to jump into the offense and sure. And, you know, it's okay. I, I, I'm not knocking our defense by any means, but, you know, when you have both defensemen just kind of rushing up the ice and getting involved in the play and not sticking around the deal, uh, the uh, blue line, you're going to have some problems at some point if you can't keep the puck in the other zone. So, so I just want to say nothing to worry about. It's okay. There have been, I mean, I think the Canes went on a seven game slide sometime earlier this season or multiple game slide. Everybody's going to nope. do it. It's Okay. They've got a, enough points right now uh, that nobody's going to catch up with them for a while. So, uh, and they're not going to drop all the games, but you know, this is, this was a reality check for us. Okay. There's no need to panic. They're still very good. Good news. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's our show. Thanks. Yeah. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why don't we start talk, talking about some of the games, Montreal, on Tuesday. So so I want to just quickly say that was the day I got internet. I was gonna so excited to watch that game. Uh oh. Blacked out. Oh Jesus. You you blacked out drunk? Damn. No. I mean, like I know no. you were happy to move into your new place, but <laughs> you really need to drink in moderate, you know. Hey, 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 I haven't been drinking. It's been it's been a dry January, although oh. I already have beers laid laid away for the end there. <laughs> last time I was in town, I went to the fancy beer when last time I was in the city, I went to the fancy beer store, like because like it's an hour away otherwise. Oh yeah, I'm 
Oh yeah, I gotta ask you. Did you have a have the ability to have a polar run when you were down in New Hampshire? There was no scenario we were fitting that in the car. It was the most impressive level of, of my get get vehicle Tetris I've ever pulled off. Okay. All right. That means that, that if as I, it was on the way back, the dog as it was on the way back, the dog was yeah. I even had to stack the dog. <laughs> oh, God. Well, no. So 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 we can rode in the, in the in the front seat because for that long ride, Julie didn't want to leave the baby alone in the back. Um, and on the way back, I had the floor packed with stuff, so the seat was up to level. I had the baby's change mat and then a vacuum sealed bag full of coat full of I think coats on top of that and then the dog bed on top of that so like the dog was like stacked way up high in the air yeah, up there. like yeah which was like kind of sucked because it was at the limit of the range of her um, uh, seatbelt but uh oh oh my god meanwhile like it's all sloping over as Tuka is holding on for dear life on the center console which is just because that's what she does oh Tuka oh Tuka <laughs> my dog likes to be right perched on the center co- console between the seats and it's like when he when we drive people see him and they think it's hilarious just imagine that little bulldog figure doing that anyway big point there was a blackout um, uh, on uh, the uh on, on the montreal game and i was upset about that because it was supposed to be the first game i was going to get to watch that sucks i'm so sorry because you know what it's always fun to see the halves get beat up on Always, always. It, it wasn't a given that the Bruins were going to pull it out. I think that Montreal has like a little bit of a sense of pride and they were trying to, to really stay in that game. And it wasn't until the third period because surprise, the Bruins in third period, that's when their game really happens, uh, that the, uh, the, the Bruins were definitely going to win this game. Um, but uh, both of the goals were by Kirby Doc. And basically, uh, Jeremy Swayman might have a, a new nemesis in Kirby Doc. <laughs> you know, he's a real Doc head. I mean, he's like, he's shooting at blocker side. You know, Swayman just doesn't kind of look like he is. He looks always surprised when it's happening. Like, oh no! <laughs> well, yeah, that's typically where you want to shoot. Um, is blocker side high? Because yep. that's the hardest place to make a save because you're holding a stick there. Yep. So a goalie is almost trying to make an elbow save in that situation, and not the best body part to use. Well, you know, Tuka didn't have a stick for some reason, like that one year, and he just grabbed it. Yeah, that's <laughs> you. You actually stand a better chance making a save in that situation. But yeah, oh my god, that must have hurt so bad. <laughs> because there's like no padding there. <laughs> um, speaking of hurting real bad, I blocked a shot with my neck yet uh, last night. Oh yeah. Oh, do you have a bruise? Yeah, it's actually in the back of my neck. Oh. Um, so it doesn't even look like you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, maybe that was the bad response because like now it doesn't even look like you have a hickey. 
Oh, right. I mean, it's going to be a big enough bruise. It wouldn't look much like a hickey. It would look like he's making out with the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Nick has been a little lonely lately. (laughs) So, so Nick, Nick, you don't need to warm up the shop vac. You don't need to to return the favor. You don't need to do foreplay. You can just get straight to business there. Straight to business. Okay. Good to know for the next time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I blocked a shot with my neck. Oh no, that sounds like a bad idea. I was uh, adrenaline was 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 pumping, so I, it didn't hurt until after the game ended. Oh, I was gonna say like five minutes ago. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, I broke my stick, and as a defenseman in that situation, rather than just grab someone else's stick, I rotated out high and allowed, allowed our uh, one of our wingers to go back. And so a guy wound up to, to shoot and I'm like, I was already down after blocking one shot. So I just lunged forward and turned around to get up and boom, back in my neck. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I'm supposing that people aren't hucking the pucks like a, like the pros do, but still that's got to hurt. It, it doesn't feel good. No, it does not feel good. But when you, <laughs> go ahead. we won. Oh, well, see, it was your neck. I hope your neck got first star of the game. Uh, well, as a captain and semi-coach, I'm like, nah, I can't give myself the game MVP. No, it's not you. Oh, it's your neck. My neck? I could have given just my neck. Yes, your neck. First star. Just your neck. Yeah. Nick's neck. Nick's neck. <laughs> it's funny that you said I couldn't just grab somebody else's stick because I honestly thought you were going to do what Zegris did. Give me a stick. <laughs> we talked about that last week. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because I didn't know that was a penalty. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he got penalized right away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I, I would do the same thing. <laughs> and he's like, you'd be in the box. <laughs> like such a good idea <laughs> i gotta stick now and you don't <laughs> people got so mad at him for that too like i'm like <laughs> like ridiculously mad at him for something that's just kind of hilarious like holy crap i don't know if it's an unwritten rules thing that people got pissed off about or what but they were uh, like he's not good for hockey this is the stuff I mean, it isn't a particularly like respectful way of playing the game, and like, maybe that's what they mean. Like, it's, it is a dick move. <laughs> Hold on to your stick, better, dude. Like, protect the stick. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> the, like the fact that the other player allowed it to happen. I think it looks worse on that guy. Like, what are you doing? Um, I, I have to. Uh, I have to. to, to... Right, fatherly responsibilities. I'll be uh, hopefully back. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Well, we'll keep talking about it, but that was just the dumbest thing. The dumbest thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, thankfully, uh, we had Hall and Krejci tie, uh, well, it was tie up and then go ahead games. Um, man, I got to tell you that that checkmates line. I know 
Tim, you don't like Zaka and Zaka will never, ever be able to get your love. But, <laughs> um, you know, Warren put it perfectly. I, it was the perfect thing saying that I'm Dr. Cox and Zaka is JD. Yep. It was perfect. Yep. It was. I, yeah. Perfectly put. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So those two guys did that. And then Doc came back again. Like, come on, guy. <sighs> All right. So, you know, 2-2 two, two at this point. But thankfully, we had Bergeron with the go-ahead goal. Um, and basically, oh, yeah. Yeah. Paca. Uh, Paca. Let's try that again. Pass a shot towards free. Uh, Paca. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the love of God. Pasta. Baka, baka, baka. <laughs> I'm just getting the two of them mixed up. Pasta shot towards Marshy and the puck rebounded to Bergy, who just like bam, right in. So that's good. And then Pasta had an empty net. So 4 2 final on that one. Power play, one for three. Uh, Pasta was on the, on the ice for all four goals. It was oh, great. Cool. Yeah, he got a point in every, uh, in every goal. So he had one goal, three assists. It was a, a really good night for him. And then, huh, you know, still on the road, they went to uh, Tampa Bay. And whereas earlier in the season when they, they played Tampa Bay, they beat them both times, once in Florida, once up here. That was within like seven or eight days of each other. This one was not great. So. Oh, this is too bad that Jeff's not here for this because this is the game that he watched. Oh, it's the game that I watched and the Carolina game too. But I, I, I watched this one. All right, all right. Let's play a fun game. Mm-hmm. What defenseman was on the ice for all three of Tampa's goals? Carlo. Carlo. Yeah. Who had a oh, really man. rough night? Carlo. Yeah. Carlo. Oh, my God. I, all these shots of looking at him like you know, on one knee, like kind of like, what the fuck was that? You know, then he barreled into Ulmark and the last one. And I mean, the second one, there was nothing, there was nothing anybody was going to do with that one. You know, in fact, I got to tell you, um, I struggle. I I watched that goal again and again and again and again. And it's like, it's, it's really, it's so simple, but it must've touched point skate or something because they credited it to to point although it 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 was kucherov who just took it right Mm -hmm. off face off you know there was nothing anybody was going to do for that goal you know that was all just basically olmark had to to stand up tall to that and just didn't um and there's no way he was going to know that was going to happen the face off you know on his right side oh god it was so bad and it was uh, a bad face-off. It they, it should have been redone. Yep, there's that um, too. Because, because the I've or was it uh, Stamkos who did the face-off, or was it? Um, yeah, Stamkos. Yeah, moved way too early. But you know, it's also one of those things it happens a lot in hockey. But normally, when it's that obvious, they they redo it. Yep, and it looked like Krejci saw that too, because I believe he was the one that took the face off, and it looked like he reacted to that. Like he was like, "Oh, this there's no way that they're not gonna," you know what I mean? And almost like he yeah. sat back a little bit. 
because of how mm-hmm. like much the infraction was, and then it wasn't called, and he's like, "Wait, what? You can't do that. You can't do that. You you I can't know. because that's how you get that goal scored after Achari fell because mm-hmm. he was ripped. Oh, that nightmare. Oh. oh no. Anyway, um, yeah. All right, so. Let's go back through this. So the Bruins lost three to two. The first goal was a power play goal, and it basically was so stupid <laughs> because it's like, and, and I, I hate, I hate um, to. I, I want to be fair. I want to be fair about my love for my boys to boys, Grant and Carlo. You know, um, but I just I looked at that goal again and again, and there's nothing. Why did he drift off from the net to go back and try to back up for uh, Forbert, who's like you know along the wall, almost in the corner? Why did he, dude? You stay around the net. Mm-hmm. You keep an eye around the net. Hagel's just like hanging out all by himself, you know, just hovering around the net. Man, Hagel is always like seems like he's a Bruins killer. Oh God! Well, yeah. I mean, he was when they played um, against like uh, against the Blackhawks, like just before Tampa acquired them him. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the next week they had to play him again. It's like, oh fuck, that was last season. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I guess I'd rather it be Hagel than Maroon. Remember when it was Maroon? Yeah. Ugh. I don't even want to get into that. We're not talking about that. All of that bullshit. I just, no, I don't want to. Um, so anyway, yeah. So Carlo just, you know, that, that was a goal that was preventable, but you needed your defense to stay on assignment. Yeah. It was not a fun day to be in my uh, Buccaneers discord after that game. Um, because the majority of them are obviously Tampa Bay Lightning fans. Mm. And, man, the amount of crap that Carlo got the entire time through that game. who it's a good thing you weren't in there, VA. You would have busted some skulls. Yeah. I mean, that game, if you looked at that game and thought that was his entire body of work, then yeah, I could I can understand that people who are like, he sucks. He's like a uh, you know, he's like a traffic cone out there, and you know, and uh, what was the other thing? Oh, trade him to Calgary already. And it's like, uh, dude, no, he's not that bad. He's this is just a really bad game for him. Defumi was ripping on Carlo so much on Twitter. Oh, he's never really liked him. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really feel like it's this. It's like if you don't like Brandon Carlo, then that game was every justification for why you don't like him. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was bad. Who was it? One of us was saying, like, you know, I don't really notice Carlo. He's doing all right. He's having a good game, you know, uh, unless you like he does something really spectacular, which happens sometimes, you know. But basically, like, all you could do is notice him. It was bad. So. Mm-hmm. So the second period, Marshy ties up the game. It was four on four because uh, Hall and Sergachev both had matching minors. It wasn't exactly matchy-matchy. They both had 
infractions. So it was a four and four. And Marshy scored, basically Rister left face off circle. No big deal. Just kind of did it. Then the third, 58 seconds, that was the uh that was the off the face off dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, like I said, Point got the credit for it. Um, it must have hit his skate because they didn't hit his, uh, his stick. And it looked like it was a straight shot to me, but whatever. I just feel like Kucherov did all the, the stuff on that. So he should have gotten the credit for the goal, even though I can't stand him. <laughs> Number one bullshit. Yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, just his whole attitude when he came back, like for the playoffs after missing the whole season and that whole ugh, i just can't no all right uh 224 and the third zaka came back uh and basically oh that was a beautiful sequence because pasta is like moving the puck through the zone he has to avoid a sliding stamkos you know it was like obstacles you know takes a shot it rebounds to Krejci, who then uh takes a shot it squirts back to zaka who just is like on the side of the net in the empty part, he shoots it. It's great. Woohoo. Uh, and then um, and then the Bruins got carloed. Uh because he so yeah. You can I mean Carlo wasn't great on that play, but that was a bad stretch for the Bruins for about four minutes. You could feel it coming way before Carlo's um uh Tumble. Okay, Carlo lost lost track of space and ran into his own goalie, yep. which I'm kind of surprised doesn't happen more often. Not not with Carlo, just in hockey all the time, even in beer league. Yeah, I mean, both he and Lindholm were struggling to get back uh, yeah. because uh, who was it? Kucherov was moving it up the ice. So, if Ulmark is standing in that situation, he probably makes the save on Hedman's shot. Probably. Yep. Can't say for certain because it's all hypothetical. If he had the wherewithal to just move while Carlo was tumbling, mm-hmm. the net would have been knocked off its mooring. Oh, that would have been smart too. Yeah, but uh, whatever. It it just it was bad, very very bad. Um, so Kucherov had points on all three of the goals. Uh-huh. Carlo was on the ice for all three of the goals. Mm-hmm. And the Bruins lost three to two. What can you say about that? Uh, not great. Not great. With the exception of three minutes, maybe four minutes in that fourth period, fourth period, <laughs> um, third period, the Bruins looked very good playing a very good team. Like I, I kind of left that game thinking to myself, you know what? That was still really, really entertaining. Like I, it was hard for me to be, bummed honestly i think it honestly was the best game of the week yeah, it was yeah. the best game of the week it had a playoff atmosphere mm-hmm. uh the crowd was really into it the the, the game was so fast it, you would be it, like this game could have been played in the middle of uh, of april mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's how it felt so i don't feel bad about the bruins necessarily losing this game uh tampa's warming up you know, they've had a lot of crap that they've been dealing with this, this season. So they're getting it together, which is fine. This is the time to get it together. I hate it when my boys to boys is just so bad. I'm, I'm a little concerned at times about the uh, 
offense drying up a little bit. I mean, because mm-hmm. I've gotten a little used to like the at least five goals mentality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Bruins did have like a differential of like 83 or something like that at one point, which is stupid. They also had some guys in and out of the lineup. So, I mean, I think we, there hasn't been a great deal of stability in the lineup recently, I would say. And so that's what I, that's another reason why that the, the loss doesn't really bother me. It's just like, like the lineup that we had against Tampa last the game during the game is probably not the lineup we'd have going into a seven game series. Oh no, no. I mean, this team is really, really missing Jake DeBrusque right now. Because the fact that you have to like keep plugging somebody else into that top uh, right wing, and th- this is the problem they've had for a, lo- a while now. You know, it's like they finally got the se- the second line. Fine, it's perfect, right? Checkmates, love it. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like I I understand sometimes you have to take pasta and put him up on the top line, but you don't want to do that necessarily because that second line is really buzzing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the other thing, too. When DeBrus comes back, you have a decision to make. Do you break up the checkmates, or do you have Hall on the third line? Well, oh, I put, I put Hall, Hall on the third, on the third line. line. Yeah. Yeah. You would? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's been there. He and Charlie Coyle have finally gotten a crack at, at chemistry. And so, and and yeah, that's the, the other thing I'm, I'm looking at is here, we're not, the, the third line's really quiet right now. Whereas all all season long, like they've made some real impacts. Okay. So it's like Hall's playing his off wing on the top line and it's just not working. It's okay. I mean, he does, he scored at least one goal, you know, but it's not ideal. And mm-hmm. uh, I would definitely put him down on the third line again. Yeah. Uh, it, if you, oh God, I, I don't want to have the argument of like, well, he's being paid too much to be in the third line. No, he's being paid to put them wherever they want to put him. Yeah. And he is like, I am great with that. You know why? Because I like winning. There you go. I like winning. (laughs) When I lose, I'm not grinning. (laughs) Not part of that song. I'm just. No, no, I was just thinking like um, I was honestly I was thinking about like uh, idiocracy instead of saying he's like, I like money. Oh, oh, yeah. OK. I like winning. Yeah. So anyway. Um, hey, back. hey, Jeff, do you have any thoughts on the Tampa Bay game? Not going to sit here and say they deserve to win that game, but like that was just a dumb series of shit luck for leading to almost every goal. <laughs> and then what? The, and that business with that with that with the, that that um, uh, face-off drop. Yep, that's what Nick said. Mm-hmm. And Tim, like like uh, how how is it supposed to be handled? Like he's like the other one of the other refs. We like could be like, um, dude, no, and but but blow the play dead. Like how do you deal with that? Yeah, I don't. I, on the face-off, because drop, the guy dropping the pucks, the guy decides that the face-off's legit. So how who, who's policing him? 
No one. The only way you could do it really is if you have a video person watching every single face off and then they would have to buzz down. That's the only thing I could think of and be like, yo, listen, no, you got this wrong. We got to redo that. Like, that's the only thing that I can really think of that would police that more. And I mean, some people hate replay as it is. Can you imagine adding face off dot re replay? People would go insane. Yeah. Yeah. You can't replay everything. You can't, I mean, you can't like use replay for everything I'm saying because it would just be an awful viewing experience. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you have to really, you have to do something to mitigate big disasters like that. It's becoming a big thing in a lot of sports, not just the NHL, where the officiating has gotten so bad. Like, and I and you understand, like, yeah, you have to account human error. It happens, but it's gotten so hilariously bad at some points where you're just like, what are we even doing here? Like, yes, human error, but holy crap! Like, you've got to have some accountability for how bad it's been, one way or another. Like, the one thing that the NBA does, it doesn't really change in terms of the outcomes a lot of time. I don't know that the referees actually have any accountability towards them based on it, but they do have an after-action report for the NBA where they look at the final two minutes of a game and they determine whether or not uh, the refs made any mistakes in the final two minutes of the game. Hmm. And they put that out to the public. So the public sees that. They do it after every NBA game. So you're able to see, like, if you're you're able to give a cut, your judge a little bit, oh, but they don't do it for the entire course of a game. So that's that's the only they're the only league that really does anything. Um, sort of like that. That kind of after action report. I know there's the Twitter account for baseball that gives umpire grades based on the game and like how many calls they missed and things like that. And they keep a track for who's got the highest umpire grades like throughout the year. So that's something that I don't know if that's an independent thing or a league thing, but it's a fun follow during the baseball season because you can kind of see how they're doing and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's hard. We get that refereeing is hard, but holy crap. It's your one job. That's your job. Do it better. Well, not the NFL, but in <laughs> hockey, it's your one job. The NFL, it's a part-time job, but yeah. Yeah, most of the <laughs> officials in the NFL are lawyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, it's a part-time job. They have They have other real jobs, like in the off season and throughout the week when there are no games. Who else do you think would enjoy going through a rule book? That's true. And memorizing the intricacies and minutia. Oh, oh yeah. And like in football, some of those rules are real fiddly, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause refs also then have the opportunity of roughing so many tournaments, youth leagues. There's a lot of hockey. Um, I don't really think, there's as many, I could be mistaken, 
but uh, yeah, like summer football, does that exist? Uh, they have spring. There's two leagues, the XFL and the USFL. But they also have completely different rule books than the NFL, and they have completely different rule books from each other. There's no way yeah. they're going to get paid from those other leagues to make it worth their time. I mean, these are lawyers who bill by the hour. <laughs> also true. Yeah, that was fucky. We can agree that 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 face off was fucky. I mean, like, still got to save the save the shots, but like the fuck, yeah. You know, again, it's sort of like like the Achari, like the Achari trips. Like, okay, yeah, you still got to prevent the goal guys regardless of what happened there but like it was still bullshit <laughs> well we were just talking about that too with like yeah. the whole like well Krejci looked like he was like ah uh, well they're obviously going to like he gave up on it basically because he was like well that's an infraction and you can't do that because then you get the Atari trip and the goal after yep on face-offs this is what they tell you and even though a face-off really is on the center most of the time, like in like that, they're usually the most important person. But they tell you the team never lose a face-off clean. So, oh, you see the other guy uh, cheating, you you tie up. Like that's what, what what you do. It would be really fun to get Joe to tell us about the the rule book because he had to know the USA Hockey rule book when he was doing games even prep school games and stuff like that. So that'd be fun time to talk to him about things like that, because we could, we could ask him about these very specific things, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see if he, I, I, getting him on, on zoom is not possible. Yeah. (laughs) We've tried that. So yeah, (laughs) that might be an in-person interview, but anyway, so now we're going to talk about that uh, Bruins Panthers game, which God damn it. I mean, it I'm is a, it's a game they got a point from, but it should have been two. I got to be honest with you. I uh, had two gigs Saturday. Oh, God. I'm a musician again. It's nice. And I just was kind of following the score as I was setting up for one of our gigs. And I was like, oh, cool. The Bruins are up 3-2. Uh, uh, 40 seconds remaining. All right. I'll, I'll check the highlights later. And then... Um, finished sending out uh choby checked the his phone he's like oh fuck they lost i'm like ah so i i purpose i just i i that's all i can give you on that game i watched no highlights watch did not watch the game nothing i'm really good at this that's you know what that's okay a previous version of myself would make big deal about all of this but i understand people have lives i don't have one but people have lives. <laughs> I was basically at work and then just chose not to watch the highlights. You know what? There were highlights in this game. Hmm. There were. I mean, my favorite goal, honestly, was the one credited to Charlie Coyle. Okay. Uh, and that was the one that uh, Sam Bennett was like, I'm going to clear the puck away from the goal by sh- by putting my stick here and not angling it correctly. So it the puck went right into the goal. <laughs> I forgot. I did actually. That's the only goal I saw from that game. Someone told me to, uh, someone said it to me on Instagram. Like, Nick, check this out. Like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. What the fuck was he thinking? Like, he wasn't. 
Yeah, no, no. He wasn't. Uh, unfortunately, the next school that Florida scored was Bennett, this time doing it appropriately. Basically, this is the game that we discover that Craig Smith does live. He's alive. There are times where he's like, oh, shit, guess what? I can uh, I can take the puck and I can shoot it on goal. And it's I can just, get just it in. Cracking his knuckles like it's almost March. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Montour <laughs> trying to clear the puck from the zone. He kind of like stretches the pass up through the middle. And then Smith, I don't know if he had just popped onto the ice or something, but he's like, oh, oh, here's the, here's the, the puck. And then he's like, and then he like takes a shot like in between the circles. And it's like, okay, cool. Unassisted. It was great. Smith was alive. It was the first goal of the game. And then Montour. What is it like the, you know, players who like cough up the puck or do something stupid, then they have to score for for Florida. The next one. It's like uh, Montour. (sighs) Just he got a piece of Barkov shot. There you go. Whatever. Coil, we talked about that one. The third one, uh, third period, Bennett from Gudis. Yeah, uh, right after the you know the Coil goal in the, the last period. Let's see, oh, the Pasta goal was so great, so That's great. What I should watch. I should watch the Pasta goal. Yes. Okay. So what happens is like they're cycling the the puck through you know through the offensive zone, and then Pasta comes in right off the bench. It's like an angel, just like mm. like you know just came in to the to the play and you know they get the puck to him and he just wrist it he gets it he gets a goal it was beautiful fresh legs fresh pasta there you go and that was 1911 there was only 49 seconds to go only 49 seconds to go and did the bruins hold on no Gazette 1957, Barkov ties up the game. I like Barkov. Three seconds left? Yes. Yep. And then overtime was terrible. Absolutely. It wasn't long enough to count as terrible. It just sort of, you know, ended. (laughs) All right. What, 37 seconds? (laughs) I think it was 17. 17 seconds. Yeah. You're right. It's not long enough to be terrible. It just was over like the Bruins never touched the puck boom all done so yeah I think the thing that was like most notable about this game for me was how bad Bergeron was on the dot he somehow or another was overall 52 percent but there were some stats that he was like 27 percent Small sample size and all that, but he, he was not good. Krejci was an abysmal 27% overall. Oof. Yeah, the team, I think, was like 50% or something like that on, on the on face-offs. It was, it was not great. But then we had the back-to-back game on Sunday at the Canes, and I don't even know if I want to talk about this game. The, the Bruins were... Right, hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh-oh. Yes. Fuck the Canes. Yep. Fuck them. Yep. They're my least favorite fucking team in the NHL. I gotta fucking live here. Get me out. We tried. I've tried. Oh, good point. Good point. You did try. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried. Okay, all right. It's my fault. Okay. Well, I accept the, uh, like my decision. Okay. Well, 
first period looked like we're going to have a good game. Like it, it, yeah, I think the Bruins were badly outshot already at that point, but it's like, Hey, they were still in it. It's like, all right, you, the Bruins will we'll turn around, come back. I cut Jeff off, but yeah, that game got, I, I stopped mm. watching also because I had to play a hockey game, which again, blocked a shot with my neck. I'm kind of cool. <laughs> MVP. Um, but you know, it, it's uh, the Bruins looked bad. Well, Pasta was uh, in the first period on, on the Ajo goal. He just coughed up the puck. Just, mm-hmm. just didn't even really fight for it. Just yeah. gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there's and, the puck. And then the second period, you know, they got uh, the uh, Canes got a power play goal, and here's what I learned: Stastny's on the team. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's their fourth line center. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just used to him being out west somewhere. Just somewhere out yeah, there. Yeah, he's always been out. And then now he's here. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then basically uh Nature's takes a wide shot, bounces off the, the boards behind the goal. Stastny's right there, right beside the net, or a little bit beside the net, and just shoots it in. I always want to call Nachos Nachos. 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 But fuck him. <laughs> and I learned uh, also yesterday that Burns has played 1,300 games. Brett Burns, 1,300 mm-hmm. games. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. I keep forgetting he's with Carolina and he's and he wears number eight now. I know. I noticed mm. that too. I don't know? like that. I don't like. I normally like single digit numbers, but if you've had a high double digit number already, I like going to a single digit number is weird to me. I don't like that. Oh, Gavrikov oh. had to give up forty four when Good Branson went to the uh, Blue Jackets. I didn't like that because I like forty four. But anyway, so Jack Edwards Mm-mm. is called a homer a lot. Nothing compared to color commentator uh, Trip Tracy of the Carolina Hurricanes. Good Lord. Uh, the, a Bruins player breathes on the Hurricane player. Oh, Bruins got away with one there. Like, uh, no, I, I find like, the, 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 again, I've, I've talked about it here. Jack's a homer, sure, but no more than anyone else. This is true. He's just You're ridiculous. Right. He's just mostly ridiculous, and people like decide to lump that in with the homerism for some reason. Jack is insane. Oh, like, you, there's, there's something not right upstairs. Absolutely, yes, agreed. Yeah. Well, he Always fancies he fancies himself a libertarian. <laughs> Enough said. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and he's. Isn't he from New Hampshire? He is from the New Hampshire. Well, there we go. (laughs) Jeff, you weren't born in New Hampshire. It's a little different for you. (laughs) Ah, I see. No, there's something. There's something off about Jack. I'm trying to tune Jack out as much as I can. Speaking of Jack, or do you guys already talk about this maroon? This maroon business. Oh, we did not talk about it because it's it's enough. I mean, do you have something you really want to say about it? I will give you the airtime like, for it. All I can say is, like, oh, you know what? Okay, Jack probably shouldn't have said it, but it wasn't that bad. Then he actually goes to apologize. Maroon is that much of a fucking baby? Mm-hmm. 
probably because somebody said probably because they had an audience. I'm like, it's probably true. But like the guy shows up to actually apologize in person, like, and you behave like that. Mm-hmm. And everyone online was everyone except Maroons fans were all all excited about how they seemed to be all all, all pumped about Maroons' response. And it's like, what the actual fuck is wrong with you people? I, I just look at it this way: when Bobby Ryan, who has played with him, said he's always been called the big rig, this doesn't bother him. That's what I'm going to to go with. Okay. Yeah. I get the the point of making a a big deal about like, you know, he works for, with a charity about body image and, and self-esteem and stuff like that. And that's great, but I feel like, and he raised money on that and that's fine. But I just feel like this, like being overly offended, this, this, this bullshit. I just, I can't, I did not want to really talk about it because I feel like, Everybody has wasted far too much breath on this, you know? Yeah. You're a professional athlete. You know what you are. You know, I don't see all these people like stumbling all, all over themselves about like Phil Kessel and the hot dog comments. Phil Kessel perfectly trolled everybody on that too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hot dogs in the Stanley Cup while he's on the golf course. I just, I just, I hate this fake this false outrage. I'm sorry. I just, so that's why I didn't really want to talk about it because we've given it too much air. As I said, my only thing was just like, just, just taken aback by how much of a child he was. That's all. <laughs> yep. Well, I could say a lot of things about uh, Pat Maroon. I'm not going to. So there we go. Uh, but remember when he was a Bruins killer and he's not a Bruins killer anymore. So fuck that guy the Bruins the only thing they did in this game was it was a haul if originally it was accredited to Zaka but it's a haul goal McAvoy did some nice moving across the zone to get the puck to Zaka and 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 Hall got like a piece of it at the end but basically the Bruins just they weren't in that game they looked tired they just didn't look great and all of that so after the game I did not read the full article by Shinzawa, Fluto Shinzawa in the athletic, but I did see a a part of the, the um, article where Montgomery said, "Eh, the team's tired. Team needs a break. And I agree with that. I remember who who, who was the the game they played in, uh, in December that they did that Montgomery had said they'd had in the off season circled as a, as a, uh, as a schedule loss that they proceeded to win. I can't remember who they were playing. Uh, I this must've been down in that. Yeah. This must've been down the same way. Mm-hmm. Third um, and four days, less than 24 hours between games. Yeah. With travel. Like now. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know if it matters at all. Yesterday in North Carolina, it was cold and rainy. And if you're already tired, oh, it was like, it, it was just so gross. Four, 40 degrees, rainy all day. The worst. That might explain why the puck was like so bouncy and all over the place, because that was something that it's like, it was rolling. It was bouncing all over the place because it's humid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be hot and humid. It can be cold and humid and that can affect the indoor conditions. Because my nephew, who's a Zamboni driver and maintains a rink or two or five, I don't know how many, he said when the humidity gets above 60, that's when it's like bad. 
You want it at 55 or below if you can. So I was thinking about, I mean, this sort of came up, I think, during the, uh, with respect to yesterday's game. And uh, why don't you go, even want to go back to the, the loss to the Kraken. I think we've seen over the last month is how fascinatingly important DeBrusque is to Montgomery's mm-hmm. system in general. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we were just talking about how they do miss DeBrusque a lot. He is like the, I think that's part of why he's been so good this season. Is he's like kind of like the player for this system. Like I remember seeing commentator, some commentary, co- commentary after the cracking game specifically was like DeBrusque specifically would have been able to break this game open. And the way DeBrusque's been playing, he'd probably been a pretty darn good weapon against uh, the uh, Kane's ability to keep you out of the zone. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, was one of the problems last spring against the Canes, right? But <laughs> yeah, and I, I assumed that was a I assumed that was a systems thing, and then we'd have that licked. But then, well, yesterday, <laughs> well, even the power play is suffering without DeBrusque. So we just need somebody, somebody who can get up, up, uh, up the ice fast, do the crazy things that DeBrusque does. Because let's admit it, he does some, like things that it's like other people can't do. <laughs> it's like it's like he doesn't stir the drink but he's important like you know what i mean like i said he's a he's a hinge point yeah i miss him Uh, by the way jeff you may not have listened to last week's episode you never listen to our episodes it's fine whatever i i don't listen to any podcasts anymore so (sighs) this is a sad day for anyway I said last week that I have forgiven Jake DeBrusque. I'm not mad at him anymore. He just needs to stop being so adorable or not. I don't care at this point. I'm not mad at him anymore. It was basically the moment I realized that I I was like, I I had forgiven DeBrusque was when he was in the broadcast booth on the, uh, the, the game uh, against the flyers or something. And he was just too adorable. And it was very obvious that he has a career in, broadcasting when when he's done so like his dad like his dad like his dad of course we talked about that yep and uh and montgomery i'm i'm not really sad about i mean i've gotten through my whole grief about uh bruce cassidy i'm done i've worked through all the stages of grief including vengeance and wanting to kill i'm all done holy shit i know yeah there are probably about 500 stages of grief. I can't name them all right now. I can't remember them all, but I got through them. So bargaining. That's <laughs> one. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, denial. Um, let's see. Uh, bargaining. Um, uh, ripping out somebody's throat. Um, okay, Doctor Cox. Wishing you were dead, or somebody <laughs> else were dead instead. Um, uh, I think vengeance. that kind of goes with bargaining. Well, Wishing someone else was that's yeah, like kind of... bargaining and depression in one. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh God. Okay, so anyway, I'm all done with that. That's fine, and I'm all done talking about this game uh, that the Bruins had a complete total of 25 shots. They had seven shots in the first period, and I don't even remember how it got to seven because for the longest time it was like three. This game was so. That's usually how it goes with shots. 
Well, (laughs) (laughs) what kind of shots are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I meant shots on goal, but anyway, it was kind of like drinking bad shots or something. Anyway, okay. So there's not really much to talk about with with regards to injuries. Nebraska is supposedly skating. I don't know. I haven't heard anything since Montgomery said he would start skating. The early range for his return is basically right after the break. Okay. Um, that's, if it's that's, longer, it's another two weeks of play. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Um, I'm okay. Come back whenever. Uh, Frederick missed part of the Florida game because he took a puck off the foot, but he came back for Sunday. Not that anybody noticed him. That third line with Felino instead of Hall is not, it's not the same. And uh, we were just talking about that too, because, uh, you know, DeBrusque, got to come back, man. Got to come back. So uh, I know that today, uh, Kopanen and uh, McLaughlin were probably paper transactions back to uh, Providence. Yeah, save a couple of bucks on the cap the next two days. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, and of course, you know, the Bruins have one more game before their break. So that's fine. Yeah, so Olmerk went 0-2 this week. Swayman was 1-0-1. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct, I think. Swayman, I mean, Olmark is still 25-4-1 with a 190 GAA and 0.936 save percentage. Beautiful. Swayman is 12-3-4 with a 2.34 GAA and a 0.914. I never understood the save percentage. It's, it's always put as like the number before you multiply 100 by it the save percentage should be 91.4 percent but no i agree it's, it's same the same way average. same way baseball does yeah, yeah it's just yeah, dumb. batting I average like i don't like it if oh, hitters yeah. batting 300 rather than 30 percent because technically the way you've written that it's not a percentage <laughs> no it's not um so it, it's always bothered me because i just look at that and i'm like 0.914 percent oh no it's not percent okay but anyway all right so the goalies are good montgomery says he's got the best goalie tandem in the league he's probably Fact. right yep so um there's a lot of stuff to be happy and grateful about and this little slide is not much to to worry about i don't think so we're going to have DeBrusque back soon. No Schick will come back, Tim. You know, uh, it'll I hope be, so. Yep, it'll be good. It'll be good. Brandon Carlo will not tumble through the zone backwards anymore and do stupid things like not be around the net and whatever. Uh, everything will be good. Hampus Lindholm, two points away from his career high. Hmm. Good old Hampy. Good old Hampy. Ugh. I oh yes, and last week I made the revelation that I I I'm beginning to understand and, and fall in love with Swedish men. I got it. Told you. Yep. Tim's very excited about that. Yep. Yep. Much like me finding my goth adjacentness, I'm happy about you finding your sweet adjacentness. Thank you. Very good. Very good. And I think at some point I'm going to get a um, Moritz Seider uh, team Germany sweater oh that's cool yeah yeah at some point you know like well the red wings aren't going to make the playoffs so he'll be in the uh in the world championships yeah 
<laughs> but I, I've like, I've always wanted to have a uh, Team Germany sweater. Should have gotten one when Zeidenberg was playing, but did not. And uh, so now I'll get another German defenseman. So it'll be good. I love it. Love that kid. Too bad he's not on our team, but whatever. All right. I got to get a Swedish one. I got to get a Swede one with Uli from last year. But do you cool. do you know that I uh, when I went to the Super Bowl we ran into a guy who had the Trey Croner sweater on. He was like, "Only jersey I had." I'm like, "Okay, cool. <laughs> That's awesome." Yep. <laughs> um, yes, uh, Nick, you were saying. Do you like surprises? It depends. Yes, I'll say yes. Just for. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> um so there's no surprise here i would run a surprise okay uh, it's not podcast related i'm sorry <laughs> it's not podcast related at all i i can cut it out it's fine but okay sure i all think right. you should leave it in okay there we go <laughs> Ah, yes. Okay, so the beautiful thing is we have one game to worry about this week. One game. If you want to watch the All-Star stuff, and it's fine. I will watch some of it because I'm genuinely excited about seeing Ulmark in the game and Pasta because Pasta is a delight. You have to listen to me for this time I wear the C. (laughs) That is one of my favorite (laughs) Pasta things. It's so great. Anyway, uh, what I've learned in the last week is that I don't think that Czech men really give a shit about too much. They're like nothing really affects them too much. And they're all funny in some way or another. I like their accents. All right. One game this week, guys. One game. What is that game, Jeff? That is against Toronto on Wednesday, February 1st. My mother's birthday. Probably remember to write that down. So I call Mm-hmm. On uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Toronto. Okay. Toronto, of course, is without Austin Matthews uh, and Matt Murray's injured again. So uh, this is going to sound weird. Matt Murray, I know he's had a good season. I think Samsonov's better. Not Samsonov. Wait. Samsonov. Samsonov, yeah. Sam- yeah. Samsonov. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah. Well, I mean... You know, you never know because some some Russian players are very specific about how they want their names to be pronounced based on how it usually is. And then some aren't. And then you will still listen to Canadian broadcasts and they'll just say whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> the other night I was watching. Oh, well, yeah, the, we watched um, the Leafs Senators game on demand on, on ESPN+. Plus. It was a Friday edition of Hockey Night in Canada, and it was so pro uh, uh, Toronto that I just almost vomited like every second of the the game. But Uh, yeah, that happens. (laughs) Yeah, and they were playing in Toronto, so but the Senators beat them six to two, and it was beautiful. It was so beautiful to see that happen. But every time the broadcaster said Stutzla's name, I just like cringed. It was almost like Ellen saying Spatzel. It was almost that bad. He, I, he did get the la. I think he was Stutzel, Stutzla. No, I think he said Stutzel. I don't know. It was bad. So, you know me. I can't have that. But anyway, Samsonov. That was like my um, 
my my junior year of college, I had a roommate named David, but it wasn't David because he was from Colombia, so it was David. Ah, David. Ah. I think take uh, technically, uh, both Krejci and Pasta are probably Davids as well, or something close. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know how it goes. I I took eighth grade Spanish. I was supposed to get a year shaved off in high school. They wouldn't give it to me. That's a whole different thing. So I took eighth grade Spanish and we had one of our fellow classmates. His name was David. He spoke Spanish at home and he was fluent. And somehow or another, he was taking Spanish at school, which was not supposed to happen. But anyway, he was there, but he chose to have his name be Domingo instead of David. Domingo. He's having fun. Yeah. My name was the same in I mean it's pronounced differently but it's it's spelled the same way. It's very boring. Anyway, yeah. So, I think they're going to win this one, guys. I'm going one and out. Bold prediction, I know. Hey, I'll make it interesting. They'll win 6-2. Oh, 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 6-2. So, one and out and you Austin Matthews is also really good defensively. So they take advantage of that. Oh, I don't know if I want to predict a score. I think they'll win by more than one goal, which is how it's been each time. Each team has won by one goal the times they've met. Huh. I don't know. I could see like a, I could see a, a I'm going to say 4-2. I'll, I'll, I'm good with that. Ooh, this is fun. Jeff or Tim? 3-2. Uh, with the Bruins winning, right? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. By the way, every time you shout at the, the TV for somebody to do something, be very specific. Very. <laughs> Shoot. Bruins, score the goal. Tim. Eight nothing. Bruins win. Whoa. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I do have one last thing to say. I, I'm very, very pr- proud of you. Tim, that is that is a prediction. I I hope you're right. I absolutely hope you're right. I'm willing to be wrong on my totals for for that to happen because I would love a blowout. But one thing I want to say about Jack Edwards, fuck that guy. He keeps saying things and they keep, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, Florida hasn't scored in overtime in, uh, at all this season. Boom, they score in overtime. You know, he would say things and he keeps tempting fate and it's just shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear about how like, you know, the Canes did blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, stop it. I just, oh God, shut up. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I mean, I really wish we had the ability to just turn off the broadcast sound. Like I want to hear the ring sounds. I do not want to hear Jack. <laughs> if you're going to say stupid shit like that and curse our team, just shut the fuck up. Okay, here we go. I'm surprised that's not an option with like the streaming services now, because it seems like it sh- it would be an option that people. I feel like a lot of people would actually choose it. Mm-hmm. When Jack and Brick were uh, doing remote broadcasting. You, uh, we could absolutely turn that off on our remote there because it was the voiceover thing. So it was like the SAP thing, you know, it was the button ah. that you could, you could turn on SAP or turn it off. And that was, that's what we found. We found it by accident. But anyway, 
I wish we had that, that option because I love hockey sounds. Sometimes I'll put a hockey game on and fall asleep on the couch just because I want to hear the hockey stuff. It's fun. But anyway, and most of the time that's the Columbus Blue Jackets that I'm watching because they're unwatchable. (laughs) Anyway, I wish that were the case, but just shut up, Jack. Shut up. All right. Jeff, are you ready to jump back into the saddle? I I can do that. Uh... You've been listening to Barely on Topic, a podcast by Boston Bruin fans for Boston Bruins fans. You can find us wherever uh, your favorite podcasts are found, we think. You can uh, follow us on Facebook. That's at Barely on Topic Podcast or on Twitter. That's uh, at Barely on Topic. And then, of course, there are our individual Twitter accounts. I, for one, am at Dr. Hengrenade. I am at Tim A. Richardson. At Nick Bangio. And I am at Shut Up Jack. Oh, also known um, as at VA from, from RI. Thank you. <laughs>